yo, yo. Yo, what's up, man? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Nuts and Guts podcast, you know? What's Thank you up? for having me. <laughs> for sure. What are you doing? Uh, just sipping some wine, bagging up some Christmas party favors. Not too much, you know. Okay. Chill little hump day. Okay. Uh, who what am you I? What going on? Uh, uh, you know, I'm just chilling. You know, I'm um I'm in I'm in my kitchen, uh, about <laughs> to move into the living room. Um, but yeah, uh, why don't you uh, why don't you introduce introduce yourself to the audience? <laughs> I am Ulysse Dickerson. I'm sorry, excuse me, comedian Ulysse Dickerson from Cleveland. Um, and I'm glad to be on the show. <laughs> okay. Well, look, I. We we know of each other, yes. And um, we don't really know each other, you know. Okay. You know, I keep I, we yo we cool. That's my boy or that's my girl, like you know. But so I want to get to know you today, and I want the audience to get to know you today. Okay. So how'd you grow up? Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school here? So I'm from Cleveland, Ohio, um, as I said, and I grew up in Warrensville Heights. I went to Warrensville. Um, the whole time, graduated 05. Um, and, like, I, but, you know, Warrensville is on the edge of, quote-unquote, Cleveland. So, I had, like, even though I was in the suburbs, I had some, some hood exposure. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm a little bit of both worlds. You know, I know how to cross my legs like a lady, but if you want these hands, you can get it. I'm all about customer service. No, for sure. <laughs> did you, uh, did you grow up with both parents? Okay. I grew up with my mom and my dad. My dad passed away at 17. My mom is still with us. I have okay. a sister who's five years older than me. And then I have two older sisters from my dad's first marriage. Okay. So I'm the youngest of four girls. Okay. Yo, well, I'm sorry about your loss. I know all too well about uh, losing a, a loved one. You mm-hmm. know, um, especially when they were important. You know, it seemed like... Um, you know, it seemed like these bombs last forever. <laughs> Who are you telling? Especially when you come out to a parental. You know, man. Man, do oh you, man. Uh, do you have any kids? Not yet. I, I am 34, no kids, single, just, you know, trying to figure out life like everybody else. Okay. Do you, do you want kids? I want three. If I can three? have triplets. Yes, if I can have triplets, that would be ideal. Get them all out the way, huh? Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> okay. Mm. But yeah, I know, and it's so hard because think about it. I'm 34 with no kids. Most men have had two by now, so it's hard to find a dude that actually still want kids. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Because the yeah, start I, I over is real. <laughs> I got a vasectomy. See. Yeah, and my 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 children. You know, I didn't have. A, I got two uh, kid moms. I didn't have the best experience with them you know what and I mean that's, it, that's usually the case yeah you know what I mean and and you know I, I'm not blaming them you know I, I take I take uh, some of that responsibility and, and things not working out you know what I mean but it, it, it always take two absolutely you know I don't know no, I get it like um, and that's the thing the biggest thing or whatever is just like who am I to try to convince a grown man that I'm not like your baby mama. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that'd be like my hurdle or whatever, like, 
you know, men have walls too, just the way females do. It's just a little bit different. No, for sure. What, um, how did you get into comedy? And, uh, and what 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 guys approach you the most? Is it is it tall guys or, or certain <laughs> guys? I, you know why I'm asking that. <laughs> I know. But listen, so. but but listen, I I I, I kind of put them two questions two questions. Well, together, I'm gonna answer both. Okay, okay. So what got me into comedy is um you know I always been like a goofy child or whatever. And so, like, at 18, 17 years old, my mom called up improv and seeing, like, you know, how comedy, uh, yeah, Emerson Night went and everything like that, got all the information, and I was just too scared to So, when my mom had a heart attack in 2013, I was like, let me get this off my book. My main fan at 90% of my shows. Mm-hmm. And people would think it was hilarious that I'm up here talking about inappropriate topics in front of my mom and my mom is dying laughing mm-hmm. so I have been doing comedy since 2015 um, so six years and um, that's what got me into it and so as far as who approaches me the most short guys I feel like they have the ideal short man complex like oh she's taller than me but I can get her like it's more of a challenge it's, I don't think it's actual attraction and then the other part of it is I think they be having mommy issues, like, because if I want a short, like a strong, independent single mom, like, yeah, I'm at that right. age. <laughs> so, 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 so you, you, so you think guys, like short guys, be wanting you to pick them up, sort of like how uh, you did me in in, in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> you had to take, you had to take it. <laughs> no, I think like short dudes who want to dominate me, and I'm such an alpha female that look like we can go like. But right, right. you know, I'm trying to soften my edges and kind of like you know be a little bit more feminine and submissive and everything like that. Because at the same time, you know, a lot of have that complex like I just want to look up to my man that's it I want to look up to my man I don't want to have to bend down the kitchen I don't want men to try you because you are smaller than them or you know what I'm saying you with a bigger girl or you know what have you it's like a mental hurdles I have to get over to date a short no, guy for sure. or a guy no, like no, my height no. but it's like it's so stupid though at the same time it's like you can get it but it's stupid at the same time because I may be missing out my husband because he's five six. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that's and that's very true though. Like, um, you know, I, I first of all, listen, if I if I was if I had my looks and and I was like over six feet, you know what I mean? It wouldn't be good. You know what I mean? Like, so I, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm very I'm sure very happy. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I'm very I'm I'm very happy with who I am, and I never. You know what I mean? My biggest thing, like, I don't understand why it's like, you know, when a lot of times, you know, you short, you got, you got a little swag. Most, most guys, you know what I mean? So I, I don't, I don't understand why like taller guys like be hating on like, all right, dude, you got, you know what I'm saying? You could look like Montembo, you know, you, you could look like the, the ugliest nigga. Like if you six, eight, like you, you could pull you get what I'm saying? So I, yeah. that's what that's the part I don't get. Like, 
yo man you go in your corner and i'm gonna stay over here in mine and and, and everybody do what they do you know what i mean so that's my problem you know what i'm saying um, and it's so crazy because you say that because like height is attractive and i ain't gonna lie to you i'm six one but i've attracted females because of my height no no no, so, no i got you yes <laughs> Do you do you think because you are one of the homies, it's hard for you to for for a guy to take you serious? Um, actually, I've had more male friends be like, "Man, if I didn't care so much about our friendship, and you know, blah blah, like I would definitely date you." This and that. I said, "Well, that's so messed up to think like that because." Since you care about our friendship, wouldn't you want to like actually make things work? <laughs> but okay, thank you for saving me from that bullet because <laughs> you know you ain't shit. But for sure. um, you know, I would love, and I feel like at this point in my life, my ideal situation would be a bromance with a man. Like I would love to be his best friend and his woman at the same time. Right. Because I think that's like how you go like with longevity and actually like dealing with. Right. And it makes it fun too. And I think like another part, like with with short guys, I don't think I can respect you in an argument. <laughs> <laughs> oh damn! <laughs> my hands on you, but I'm gonna put. I might put my finger in your face. <laughs> but you know what? I, I think. I, I think. I think. Um, I, like you can't help who you fall in love with. Absolutely, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I, I be I and I be asking women like, yo, have you have you dated a a white guy? Have you dated outside your race? Have you um dated outside your preference? Or your preference. You know what I'm saying? Like, is it you know you know, are you still chasing the guy that broke your heart? You want somebody like him look wise, but you don't want them to treat you the same way as the guy that broke your heart. Like, you know, what are you actually chasing? You know, is oh, that, is what that's, I what I what I be question, for real. What I be asking women. You know, what are you looking for? And why is this so is listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I can go back 20 years and I always say this on, on my podcast. I can go back 20 years and I can find a girl I went to high school with. And we can link up because she ain't got nobody. And and I'm trying wow. to figure out why. Wow. You know, because and and, and I have another uh problem too with women is uh I say this a lot too. They don't women have a hard time being honest with themselves. You know, and that and that's not that's not talking about all women, but I, I feel like just being self-aware of maybe they maybe they didn't do everything right. You know, maybe I they could have did evaluation. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, for no, no, no. I would just say, you know, I and I'm gonna let you speak. You know, you know, they they don't do everything right. And maybe um I'll put it like this. Uh I uh one of my ex-girlfriends, trust me, it's a lot of them, so 
<laughs> but you're this a child for the community. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> this one, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know who got more ex girlfriends. We are uh, DJ Brainstorm. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, matter of fact, audience, I met Elise through uh, uh, the, re- the, <laughs> the real big dev 206 DJ Brainstorm, Playboy the DJ. Um, we, we send them prayers to uh, Playboy the DJ. Oh, absolutely. Um, shout, out, shout out all the DMST. Um, but yeah, so a lot of times, you know, I'll put it like this. A woman instead of like, okay, you know, you you know, you get love from the ladies on Instagram or, or, or in the streets or whatever. You know, people, you know, think you're attractive. And a lot of times, guys be just one. A guy's just be wanting that ego stroke from their lady. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times women feel like they don't have to do that. You know what I mean? And I come from old school parents, like where my mom used to put on makeup before my dad came home. We didn't understand that she was just trying to look nice for my dad because he did see all these beautiful women all the time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, like, you know, a lot of times women want all the, the, the pampering, which they deserve, and all the compliments. But guys, guys like their ego stroke, too. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So, if I if so, I go in... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Yulis. I'm sorry. sorry. Um, no, go ahead. Just, just to go with what you said before that. So self-evaluation uh-huh. is, dif- is difficult for anybody, man or woman. Because you do have self on why you did not achieve the results you are after, and see if there was anything you could have personally done differently, and that's that's hard for anybody. And I, you know, I said this on you know um, the MST podcast or whatever. Like, if you can create the ideal mate, like everything on that list actually exists in one person, the question would more so be: Would that person be looking for you? Because you can ask for any and everything in the world, but would they be looking for you? For sure. It comes down to why things didn't work or this, that, and third or whatever. You definitely have to look at self because I attract, I, I attract who I who I am, and I attract what I'm ready for. Because, and I say that ready for because I've been that. I I've, I've had a man tell me that I was wife material, but he was not ready for it. I was too intimidated. I've been told I've been too in- 80% of my failed situations. You know what I'm saying? And then realistically, do you really want what you're asking for? Because you have to, like I said, self-evaluation is hard. Because I've had men who was not really ready to date, trying to date. Like you got, you fresh out of a child. Your child is like literally one and a half. Like, and you're trying to date. You so, have to be a father first. You know what I'm saying? Like you, for sure. like think about it. Like if you have two, three jobs, do you really have time to date? If you have so much on your plate, can you accommodate a whole other person and their needs too? To be fair, because a, a person can give you any and everything you want to, but are you doing the same thing in return? For sure. Do you do you think it's difficult? Do you have a reason? Do you think is is difficult for you to act? Do, do guys want you to act dainty like a little princess or like 
um, well, I don't want to say little princess because then that's like a little kid, but just like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, baby, you know. <laughs> they want that 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 feminine energy. Absolutely. Right. Um, however, you have to provide an environment that's conducive to that feminine energy. So. Oh, example, please. Yes. Uh, continue. <laughs> so for, for example, if you want me to sit up there and be cooking and cleaning in my kitten heels and lingerie with a silk robe on, that means my bills need to be paid. <laughs> like, you can't sit up here and want old school benefits and not provide new school responsibilities and that's the difference between a lot of people that's single and that's in relationships most people in situations unfortunately who's single want all the benefits but none of the responsibilities like i'm a great you know friend i'm a great support i'm a great lover like i have all these benefits to me but are you ready for the responsibilities of when i have a bad day when I'm down and out. You know what I'm saying? Like, unfortunately, I've been homeless three different times. Would you be able to deal with me in my down moments? Because everything ain't gonna be sunshines, rainbows, cupcakes, and butterflies. For sure. So when you have to put on that other hat, which is normally worn by the woman, are you ready for that? Because I didn't even sit up there and had men look at me like competition because I made more money than them. And I'm not even out there, but they just notice how you know, I may take them out for dinner. For sure. Or I may do this, or I may do that, or I'm a, I'm a, like, my love language is gifts. Like, and you could tell me about how, damn, these work shoes, this is the net. And then next day I'll go out and buy you some brand new work shoes. Like, I love unsolicited acts of kindness. So we having a conversation and, you know, you talking about this, talking about that. I'm a person that you don't have to ask me. I'll just go do certain things because I'm getting to know you and I know how you feel about certain things. That's just me. But a lot of people, whether it be intimate or just in a friend space, don't have that caliber of a person in life. So it's either they're intimidated and they self-sabotage or they go overboard and now instead of me being useful, I'm being used. So that's where I had to grow into creating boundaries for self. So anything oh, sure. that you want is out there and available, but how are you going to treat it when it step on your doorstep? For sure. But like back, like backing up to what you have said about, um, you know, a guy, you know, they what they want. I I, I don't think it's, I don't think nobody's getting the nineteen fifties man or woman nowadays. No. No, you know no, what I mean. No. And then, and then on top of that, do you, don't you think maybe, you know, if, especially I'm not saying if it's just a dude that you dating, but if you guys are established couple, it should be some like a balance there, you know, Absolutely. where you can you you could dress sexy and and cook and clean and stuff like that. You know what I mean? I that's that's how I feel about it. And it's so crazy because right to think about it, like one of my exes used to come. My, I smell like bleach. Cause I clean up. Like I literally, I, like when I tell you, when I was growing up, my dad always had like a couple rules. One, your bathroom should be immaculate. You should be able to eat off your toilet. Two, kitchen immaculate. You know what I'm saying? Like living room. You know, be able to be able to pull over. You know what I'm saying? Bedroom. That's your bedroom. But also remember that your bedroom represents your life. So if your bedroom is in order, your life is in order. 
So it's just like you mm. have those caliber of women out there, but it's like an eighty twenty thing. Those right. caliber of women are usually good girls, and they ain't gonna let you just be a fuck boy in their presence. But you want something that's easy. Like people make decisions off of pain and pleasure, cost and benefit. Yeah. To deal with that caliber of woman, because if she got her shit together, I mean, think about it. We was given babies as babies, so yeah, we understand responsibility. We understand having your shit together. You know, most men was given action figures and fantasy and this and this and that, or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like. So it's either they understood the value in having their shit together or they still enjoying their child. So are you really ready for the responsibilities of what you asked for? It's really the question that you gotta ask yourself. Mm. And I and I respect a person that wants to get themselves together a little bit more before involving another person. You know what I'm saying? But you know it but like, like that you said, take, like... that takes respect for self. You don't know for sure. For sure. You know, and then you want the other person to like change so bad for for you. Or, you know, to you know, I see this with women a lot too, where it's just like, hey, like, why won't you conform to to be with me so we can be happy? And you know, like you said, a lot of a lot of times guys don't have it all together. You know, you gotta be you gotta be mentally, uh, physically, emotionally, um, financially prepared. Spiritually. Spiritually. Emotionally, oh yeah, yeah. all, all yeah. that. You know, when you dealing with a woman, a woman could come home and she just start running off at the mouth. And if you're not emotionally stable, you know, you be like, yo, shut the fuck up. You just walked in the door. You know, mm-hmm. instead of saying, hey, babe, you know, you know, just calm down, you know, and and and, and I know that's a word women, some women don't like, you know, <laughs> right. relax, calm down, you know, <laughs> but just like, hey, why don't you, why don't you get settled, you know, get you a glass of wine or some water, and then you can come tell me about your day. You know what I mean? And, and but if you're not emotionally stable, then that's what you gonna that's what you gonna give her like man mother I don't wanna hear about Karen you know that you think be stealing your lunch or eating some of your your chicken chicken <laughs> salad <that> like you <laughs> know <laughs> but then also like, you're the but like okay so if you don't mind me asking when was you born I was born in 82 82 okay so you the same age as my sister okay yeah I'll be uh so... I'll, be, I'll be 40 in January yep January yeah. what uh, 20th. Shut the fuck up. I'm January 7th. Um, really? Okay. Yep. 35. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but then you also have to look at, like you asked me at the beginning of the podcast, like, did you have two parents in the home? It's so many men that have been raised by single moms who, due to their environment, are not going to be emotionally stable because they only had their mothers. And unfortunately, like 90 babies and, you know, present, it's like they took away the village. You know, back in the day, even if you was a single mom, you at least had your brother, your grandfather, somebody, some type of male figure in that little boy life to balance out exposure to a man and a woman. 
I've met so many emotionally unstable men who are more emotional than me and it baffles me but then I look at the fact that they was raised by single mothers don't get me wrong not every single mother is in this caliber or category but a lot of them are because you did not want anybody basically telling you how to raise your son that's for one Mm. for two you were so hung up and so bitter about doing everything yourself that that unhealthy complex affected your son's growth and development mentally, emotionally, and you know, for real. Mm. And then they may see you treating men a certain type of way, and either they treat females that same way as far as using females because they see their mother use men. So instead of you having an upper hand, I have it. Or they avoid and be selfish and neglectful because they see their mom using men or however they interacted with them. So it's a lot of men out here who was raised by single moms who have a complex about relationships that they've never seen a healthy one in their life. Mm. I have that listen, aspect. You know what I'm I, saying? I, I agree with that. Guess what? I, I was raised by both my parents and I've I've been accused of being too emotional. You know, and I, and I and I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this. But you also was born in '82, to where it was suck that shit up, ain't no daggone crying, and you no, no, suppress no. emotions too. Not you no, per, se, sure. per se, but a lot of like. No, no, no I do. You know, but you, you're absolutely person. right. You're right. You know, but like I said, you know, me dealing with, uh, dealing with these modern day women is it, almost like a culture shock. You know, yeah, I never, yeah. I never seen my mom come in the house, you know, at, at three, three a.m. from mm-hmm. from running the streets. I never, mm-hmm. I never, I never seen that. You know, I never experienced. And, and, and I've, I've women said, you know, oh, you want your mom or whatever. Like, nah, I just, I just want somebody that that care about the household like I care about it. Now, if I, if I, if I, if I barely beat the son home, then what? What, what would you say to that? You know what and I mean? And that's why I say, like, everything ain't for everybody either. Like, you, and it's okay if they have a lot of what you're looking for, but it's just some non negotiables that you ain't gonna deal with. No, for sure. For sure. You know, and so, but it, it, it takes a, a certain level of maturity with, with both parties, though. No, absolutely. You know, and I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't think. You know, I don't know. Like people, people trade like somebody that's solid for for instant gratification nowadays. No matter if they made, no, no matter if they made mistakes or they not happy with, you know, small little things, or a lot of times they talk to the wrong people about their relationship, or you know, or the the, the people that they talk to not happy with themselves or their relationships, you know? So it's a lot of that going on nowadays where it's just like, well, you know, I can do better. I'd rather go get this fast. You know, what, what what's gonna make me feel good in the moment rather than try to fight things way. out. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's a lot of that going on. And then, so I'm, I'm telling you why I'm so emotional. 
<laughs> I'm like, and then like, no, I get it. I understand. Honestly, because you have to think about, we the generation of microwaves. Yeah, for sure. So it's you know, just like, we have instant gratification. Like, if we want to go somewhere, we can get an Uber. If we want to eat right now, we got DoorDash, or we can like order ahead. Like, we don't have to have as much patience as some of our parents and older people had to have back in the day. We can sure. get everything instant. We can have everything now. Like, and that's our addiction. It's almost like an addiction. Amazon Prime. I want to write right now. Like, think about how many impatient people live in the world. For sure, and and that's that's a that's another problem too with with relationships. Like, I've been in relationships where you know, be like, oh, like, damn, like, I want them shoes. Like, but you know, I ain't no, I ain't, I ain't no street dude. I don't like. I don't like. No judgment. Please, audience, no, no judgment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Do your thing. But my money don't. I, you know, I make great money, no, no doubt. But at the same, my money don't come like where I can just, you know, blow a bag and and you know and just keep doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I blow a bag, you know, once, twice a year. You know what I'm saying? But a person that's used to doing everything on their own, just like I think I ain't waiting on you. You know, but and then too, that kind of bruise a guy's ego too, which may turn the guy emotional. Where it's just like, damn, like, like I was gonna get you that for our anniversary or for your birthday. Like you can't wait for that. But see, you know what I had to learn too though? Cause I feel the same way on the opposite side with, with, with men. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you, you gotta realize there's two currencies in the world. And I just say that. A third, if you wanna be technical. So there's money, which brings power. And there's pussy that brings power. The only mutual power we have amongst men and women is love. Because you'll do anything for the love of somebody that you normally wouldn't do in your normal everyday life. So those are three controlling factors when it comes down to people and why they do what they do. Mm. So I say this. I think it really is a favor that people like that leave your life. As much as you like them, as much as you wanted to be with them, as much as you knew how you could make them happy, you know, you want that caliber of person that doesn't value exactly who you are in its most authentic form. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when I was celibate, you know, that's the control factor that women have. You know, it's women that's living in million dollar homes just off of that control factor. You see what mm, I'm saying? For sure. And so when I was celibate and I work a decent job, you know, I do get paid pretty nice. And I ain't gonna tell you a lot about it. So as a woman who's single, I take both of those controller factors off the table because one, I got money, I'm not in your pockets, I got my own. And no, I'm not trying sure. to control you. And I'm not trying to control you with sex because I'm celibate. So now that changes the whole conversation to where we have to look at what do we really have on this table to bring to each other? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, well, that, that really that's an adjustment. all of the that's a, back and forth. You know what I'm saying? But that, I think that's an extra job for everybody, though. Mm-hmm. You know, nowadays. Because like I said, it's, it's no more Mr. 1950, Miss 1950. So sure, you can't so, get 1980. Forget that. Yeah. 
<laughs> and we go we go transition in the end of in a in a few but like i just like it's hard to blend yeah it's oh, hard yeah. to blend like you know your kid ain't never seen you with nobody you know what i'm saying like you know you got to sneak you, the person got to sneak you in you know yeah. we got yeah. hey, you know bring your shoes in the bear like it just like <laughs> it's all that it's all that going on where, you know, like it's it's hard to blend blend families. It's it's hard. I think everybody got to be willing to try. No, absolutely. You know, and guess no. what? I've been I've listen. I've been called crazy. Wow. In That's in relationships. No, no, and it, you know, and 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 I I've I've really had time to really think about that and most of the time when somebody is um if if somebody gotta call you crazy you know because you asking that person for bare minimum time or effort or something like they are forcing themselves to be with you which in turns they calling you crazy now it's some it's some dudes like yo I'm gonna kill you when you get off from work, you know I get it like yeah I, I understand it is. crazy do exist, but the yeah. average crazy is the the other person is forcing themselves to put up with you because they benefit something from you. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And they know you dope. They know you dope, and they don't want to see you with nobody else. But I'm gonna keep forcing myself to deal with this person. But you know, but they want to continually kind of tear you down and 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 break you down mentally and emotionally and and all that. So it's a lot of well, you know, it's a, it's a difference between somebody who wants you and somebody who doesn't want anyone else to have you. And the difference between somebody who values you and somebody who's using you as a placeholder to the next thing come along that you know catch their attention. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all very, very unhealthy concepts and perspectives that people have, unfortunately. So it's like you really do, and that's the really, that's the reason why I like the whole 90 day rule, like because it takes 21 days to make or break a habit, right? But it takes mm-hmm. 90 days. It takes 90 days to make or break a culture. So mm. yes, you can make it seem like it's the greatest thing in the world the first week. You know, I'm seeing you every day. You texting back fast. You know, like you making plans. You actually like going out your way to do this in the third. But by that third week, the fourth week, they start to show who they really are. And it's unfortunate because I'm sorry, it's been easier to date nowadays than it has in the past. Because think mm. about it, if you a dude that ain't got no car, can we Uber? If you a dude that, you know, ain't got this, ain't got that, can you get an Airbnb? Like, you, there's, there, there's a lot of creative ways to court a woman that men don't put the energy or effort into doing. Because if you tell me, hey, I want to take you out, I got an Uber scheduled to pick you up at 7.30, we'll be to the restaurant by 8.00 we're going to do this and that, whatever, and then we're going to get a room, or we're going to do this or whatever. I got something set up there. I got, like, even if we just play Uno, my nigga, like, it's just a little stuff. It's just a, it's a fact that a woman doesn't have to put any effort into having a good time, and that's a really all a woman looks for. For sure. Like, I back in the day, you know, back in my heyday, you know what I'm saying? That's, 
Like, that's all I could afford, though. Like, man, I get a pack of meat, you know, and and call <laughs> and I call a young lady over and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna cook for you. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, we like like you said, like I got Connect Four, you know what I'm saying? I got Uno, yes. I got, you know what I'm saying? We can play cards. And normally the games are fun. Like, yeah, all right, boom. All right, if you lose three times, you gotta take something off or you know, something look like at the you, game. Look at you. Always gotta be my fucking team. But I'm gonna put you onto it. I'm gonna put you onto a little move, and I'm gonna put your uh, listeners uh, okay. onto a little move, uh, right? So this is something I work in dialysis, and one of my patients told me this. He's a guy, and he said, you know, when you starting to like meet a woman, woman or whatever, I said for all men, I suggest this first. Any and every man should always make a first date with a woman, a cup of coffee during the day. Something real simple. Y'all there for conversation. Get to know her. She's in public. She feels safe. Don't try to pick her up. Y'all meet up for coffee for the first date. Right? Now, however that goes, think about a couple coffee. What are you going to get You know what I'm saying? Like, you can walk away from that not feeling no type of way. That's just or, my personal opinion. Or, or, it's see what, it see where her head is too, though. If she all about like I need to be fine, fine wine to dine. That's what I'm saying. That's you know, what I'm saying. Like that, that, that's that first of all, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's it's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen, by the way. Like yeah. it's nothing wrong with I love nice restaurants. I love going to, you know, eat good and you know, the the, the, the ribeye bone in, you know, all that stuff. Like I get it. You know, but it has to be a balance. You can't do that. You see what person head is. You can't exactly. you can't do this all the time if you just mm-hmm. a regular person. And that's why a cup of coffee is cheap as hell. Because at the end For of the sure. day or whatever, you also see if that woman's all about that type of, you know, benefit, or will she appreciate the fact that you put her in a safe environment to really get to know her and you're actually interested and serious about her time and who she is. So it should be looked at as like a compliment for real, for real. But this one, my this one, my patient told me, right? That was my personal opinion about the coffee. This is what my patient told me. My patient told me like I don't know which date this would be. I would assume it'd be like the third or fourth date. So he invites a woman over, he cooks for her, and he leaves something not ready. So like everything would be ready to eat except for like maybe the salad. So his mother told him that you know she comes in you know um everything's about done has got a salad to make and once you tell her you have one thing left like a salad if she helps you she's the one if she sit back and wait she's just waiting to be spoon fed the lifestyle that you can provide her because a woman is supposed to be your partner right Sure. So if I have something as small as a salad that's left undone for the dinner that we both about to enjoy and you don't help me, that's a problem. Like, yeah. you know, that's like the whole thing. Like if you open up her door, she don't lean over to open up yours type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just feel like, you know, it's those little things that people kind of overlook when it comes down to courting and dating that we should try to get back to the basics with it, just as a, a society and as a people. Like you, mm. like think about it. You can have a girl in your bed tonight if you wanted to, just swiping left on Tinder. You know what I'm saying? Or right on Twitter, on Tinder or whatever. Like, yeah. it's not hard to hook up with somebody. 
For sure. For but sure. at the same time, like if you want something long way, you gonna take your time and get to know them. For sure. You, you gotta be, you gotta be careful and too with that all, type of shit too. For, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you try to invite somebody? And I, me and me and one of my friends had an argument about that. Why would you invite a complete strange woman to your house for the first date? Yeah. Me, that's how people get robbed. That's how people get set up. That's for how sure. people deal with a whole lot of craziness. Yeah, you don't There's know no you way. don't you don't know what type of you don't know what type of demons that person is facing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You know what they do. You don't know these people. You know, um I had tweeted something a couple weeks ago and people didn't understand. I said I said if a woman if if a woman eats her ass, a man's <laughs> oh <my God>. ass. <laughs> if she eats her ass, that's wifey. Oh my God. Whether, listen, listen. Whether if the guy likes this type of behavior, you know what I mean, or not. Well, I guess I ain't never gonna be wifey because I ain't doing that. <laughs> no, never get married. That's, listen, that's standard nowadays. I ain't getting happening. Let me finish. Go ahead. I'm sorry. If she eats your ass. That means this woman is willing to do anything to please you. Any and everything. So you will let a woman eat your ass? Listen, we not talking about this. <laughs> 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 but, but if that's what she feels she need to do to make sure I'm happy, I'm yeah, whatever, you know, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, sure. enough, enough about me. So what is what is your writing process, Elise, when it when it comes to jokes? How do you how do you formulate a joke just for someone that's maybe trying to maybe maybe try stand up? How how hard all right, so I got a, a cluster of questions. So okay. how hard is it? Uh, being a woman in comedy, especially in in a city like Cleveland, um, how how uh, how hard is it to get on stage, and how do you formulate a joke? Ooh, you want me Three to get all the secrets? You want to get away all the secrets? So, being a black female in comedy is a rarity, but also a lot of pressure because you can get booked as somebody you know, they're trying to diversify the lineup with. Like, I'll get booked just being a black female. I don't even have to be funny if they're looking to diversify their lineup. However, if you want repeat and reoccurring stage time, you gotta be funny. Um, I say Cleveland comedy is very rough. Cleveland comedy scene is more so of boot camp. Mm. Like, you're not necessarily going to just make it in Cleveland, but it will prepare you and really get you ready for the level of work that you're going to deal with, right? And as far as writing my jokes, I write all day, every day. Like, when my when I tell jokes, whatever, it's something that happened in my day that I made funny. You know what I'm saying? Um... So you have an idea that you want to talk about. Like I was sitting here, for example, 
I was sitting here watching TV and a body commercial came up. And, you know, like in the little paper towel commercials, how they have that little blue dye where they show you how Bounty got up all of it and then the other brands left a little bit. So you would just look at the idea of marketing. Like, if you ever want to get into an argument with your man and prove that you're right, just put some blue dye on him. I'm clean, you got blue dye, I'm right, you wrong. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just, it's just little stuff like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could just, like, look at and make funny or what have like some type of relatable aspect to it you know what I'm saying that's why I said like argument in the argument you know what I'm saying that can be applicable um but I write all day every day like everything I talk about for that I experience in life and you know do we exaggerate the truth absolutely you know what I'm saying but um you just have to figure out how somebody else will laugh at it and I always tell new comics treat the audience like a stranger you're trying to pick up at the bar you ain't gonna come out the gate talking about your dick and your pussy you just not no you're gonna talk about yourself you're gonna get them to know you who you are and maybe a relatable aspect that you and that person share you and nine times out of ten when people come out to see comedy is date night so you don't want to divide the room and make it very uncomfortable for somebody who's on a date with somebody to where it's like ugh, like it's just cringeworthy you know so, you know, also read the room, see your audience, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing a show this Saturday, you know, um, at Positive Escape. I don't know if it's going to be an older crowd, younger crowd, white, black, whomever. But it's ridiculous for me to talk about my 4C hair texture to an all-white crowd. They don't understand that. Right. So you want to talk to them about something they can relate, they can relate to, they can experience. Mm. Even if they haven't personally experienced it, they know somebody who told them about an experience like that. So, oh, that's what that meant. Oh, I get that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's it's some people that really just have narcissistic complexes that like just go up there and just talk on a mic. I'm not just gonna go up there and talk on a mic. I'm actually an outgoing introvert. Like I've had people who see me do comedy and have a personal conversation with me when I get off stage and I'm like, oh my God, what did I do to ask for this? <laughs> like, but they see you for five minutes and because you're relatable, it's friend and you never ask for that. But it's that's just it come it come with it. It's that season of long harsh winters here in Cleveland, Ohio. Please do me some preventative plumber like things to avoid calling me. I do like my money, but I do like my rest and my me time too. Fix your plumbing leaks early. Keep a dripping faucet before those storms. Open them cabinets for warmth overnight. Insulate, insulate, insulate properly. Don't just throw that stuff in there and expect it to fix itself. It's not gonna do it. You gotta fix it properly. Seal that crawl space. But if not, you can reach me at hendersonplumbing at hotmail.com and I'll be out to help you. And yeah. You're going to have to dig down in that wallet. But I appreciate you. I am at hendersonplumbing at hotmail.com. Check out my Plumber Essential episodes for more tips. Now back to the show. How a person to hear you for five minutes. And be your best friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and be the best friend. 
Yeah. Yes, and I'm and I'm an outgoing introvert or whatever. So like I was like, oh my god. I mean, and they told me that her life story nine times out of ten is somewhere with alcohol. So they drunk, and before you know it, twenty minutes into it, they're talking about how their brother died. So now you really can't walk away. It just becomes uncomfortable. <laughs> but you know, I just have that that talk to me face. Even off stage, I don't even have to be in comedy. I've had complete strangers come to me to tell me the whole life story, but whatever and I deal with it accordingly and I'm very respectful I'm not like you know weird about it or nothing like that or whatever because I don't want nobody to kind of like be that vulnerable with me and then regret it so no, for sure. you know I, I it. It, it, it just it's just it's just what I signed up for because think about it when you know a lot of people be more and my fan base grows bigger it's gonna be a lot of people that see me out and it's so crazy because when people see me off stage and recognize me from being on stage it's so like a reverse starstruck for me like oh my god like this is somebody who really enjoyed my show because think about how many people i've been doing comedy for six years i've probably come across plenty of complete strangers who see me in the show and didn't even like hey i enjoyed your set or i did this and that so when people actually like oh this is you a comedian and they'd be excited to see me and they actually remembered and enjoyed my show. It's like, it's such a, a place of gratitude, you know? So like you. one of <laughs> one of my best friends and the reason why we even know each other right now is actually because of Miss Silka Hilton. Um, she came to one of my shows and I ended up at one of her places of employment and she actually was like, oh, you're your lease. I'm sweet Silka, she's an artist, <laughs> uh, she does music. And um, she's like, "Oh, you leave to the comic. You know what I'm saying? I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, I, you know, I took photos. Show. You know, I took photos of her. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's yeah. up. Mm-hmm. I took photos. Like that's, but she bridged the gap between me and DMST. Like she brought me on for a pie, and then from there it just was like on a pop. So it was like so many layers to different connections I have with people that like we could have been, you know, associated with each other even before now. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's sure. crazy how the world works with that. But, yeah. Like, that's sure. I, that's one of my, like, grateful moments in my comedy career is when people recognize me off stage. For sure. You know, I, I want to give you... Um, I This is a teachable moment for, for, for people that's, that's listening, that may listen or... Um, you are hungry. You are a go-getter. Absolutely. And um, I'll put it like this. When I, I am, uh, I like potlucks. I like. Uh, Smorgasbord. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. I, you know, I like a variety of everything. You know, mm-hmm. uh, if somebody would say, yo, you only date this type of woman, that would be a lie. You know, um, so I, I just like, just like, I, I guess when, when when I'm planning my events like Smoke Free Weekend, it's almost like a quilt. Like, it's different patches, different. Oh, it, it, it don't Smoke have Free to be, Weekend in Houston was everything. If y'all, yeah. if y'all didn't go, y'all definitely missed out. But go ahead, I'm sorry, I had no, to say that. No, for sure. And so it 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 doesn't the, the reason why the things that I do work and they work well and 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 I can I can honestly say that because I've been doing this you know for 5 6 years now 
you know, um, far as podcasting and hosting, hosting events, helping host events, uh, with, uh, with, with co-hosts and stuff like that. So I can, I'm speaking from experience and it's because I don't, I'm, I'm not the host that has a, like a full itinerary of what you should do or what we're going to do today or like no it's, you, you can't dictate what people is going to do with their time or their money mm-hmm. you know what I mean that's 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 a fact so I just let people be people and I be myself and so when you approach me because you weren't playing at all but I knew I was going <laughs> to have it, I knew I was going to have a DJ and a microphone and I, I've heard that you were dope and you you set the house on fire, yo. You're amazing. <laughs> You're funny. Very, very funny. Um, very, uh, you know what you want. Like, it's, it's, like you you go get it. And, um, and I was talking to Dev. He was like, I didn't know she was going on. I was like, I didn't know it either. Like, it just like, I, <laughs> I was like, yo, like, like, no, she, she asked and a lot of times I mean, people people yeah, be trying to figure time. out people be trying to figure out like like try to angle people or try to try like no just ask like it's simple there is it's it only is. two answers yes or no and I, and I just you- I just love that type of energy and I and I need that type of energy around me I need that type of energy at my events, all that because it just shows how hungry a person is. And I'll be 100 with you. Uh, I've gotten more stage time opportunities off stage than stage because one thing people fail to realize that people gotta like you for the person that you are. Like, okay, I'm not gonna say his name, but you know, one of the viral, you know, social media comedians. Um, you know, did a show at a club and was so angry and arrogant and just like they said it was one of the worst bookings they ever did. Like he had his whole which is very unprofessional. Um, you know, was just doing the most. You know, they do comp a lot of stuff for that personal comedian, but he had a bill that was stupid dumb big. Um, it just like you likable off stage. And you have to go out and support other venues and other people in that space that you're trying to grow into, you know? And so me performing in Houston, I asked, I absolutely asked. I'm like, we're going to be in Houston. I want to hit a mic. Any and everywhere I go, I want to hit a mic. That's the reason why I can comfortably say I performed from Cleveland to Phoenix, Arizona, because when I was in Phoenix, Arizona on business, and we was out, you know, having a good time at a bowling alley that was mixed with a club. I told the DJ, hey, can I get some time? <laughs> like, I'm a comedian. I do comedy. I want to do some time. Because he was like, okay, I got to go. I got to go. But our company was so turned up and wasn't ready to go. He's like, I'm tired. I said, I can do some time. I do stand up. I can do some time. And so, you know, a couple songs later, all I hear over the mic is, Where's the comedian? I went up there and did nine minutes of clean material because he said, oh, you can't. 
That's the only you gotta it gotta be clean. I did nine minutes of clean material off the top of the dome. And I'm still in communication and contact with this man all the way in Phoenix, Arizona. Like you know what I'm saying? So if you if you, you don't you ask, can't, if you don't put yourself out there, it's a wrap. For sure. And you you can't I, I hate it when people get mad at me. Like, don't get mad at me because I asked. Don't don't get mad at me because I presented myself for opportunity that I want. Mm-hmm. That's that can, that's all the way across the board. Don't be mad at me because I opened my mouth. You know what I mean? And I put it like this: when I first got in the, the my profession, you know, I used to be at the supply house, the the Home Depots. I just walk up to people. They looking at a, a part like, hey, you know, if you just get this part and these parts, put them together, you know, and and give them like a rough. A lot of times they be like, man, why, why don't you, why don't you just come, come and do it? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. like, like, you know what I'm saying? So you can't be mad at me because I'm gonna go get it. And a big part go is get before, it. So that's before you get paid for it, you're gonna have to give it away. Sorry, before you get paid for it, you're gonna have to give it away. Yes, you're gonna have to give out some free game. Yes, you're gonna have to do some free shows, but the money will come. For sure. We're, we're. Did, did you get a smoke free weekend t shirt? Yes, I did. Okay. So, and I have a swimsuit. Right, for sure. So, and everybody got smoke free weekend t shirts, right? Mm-hmm. So, not everybody, if, if, if you, if you get upset because nobody is buying your stuff, give it to them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Give it to them. Listen. It, yes, it's expensive. Yes, you know you got to pay. No, give it to them. It it says so much, and it does so much for the actual brand. Because now, when that person goes across town, they say, "What is this? I, I, this is the third shirt I didn't see." Uh-huh. Now, you may, Free advertising. Free right, advertising. So, so you may have not seen three shirts today if you was waiting on people to buy your let, let's let's be let's let's be clear the average uh person i don't want to say black but we could say black they don't ah that out 25 30 dollars for like no okay i get you now five years from down the road like no i need a red one a blue one how much i owe you once they understand, mm-hmm. once they once they love what you're doing, once they but if if if, if you always gotta put a dollar sign, or if you always feel like you gotta hustle somebody to buy something from you, or if you got a low ball, I give you ten, or I give I don't one I don't do well with stuff like that, and two I don't do well with people that always gotta try to handle you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like man, like yo man, like that's. So, what I'm trying to say is, you represent you represent yourself very well, and yeah, and, and, and and you go the extra mile, and I like that. I like that. Like I, you, you ain't got to chase you around. Mm-mm. And I'm telling you, that attitude is gonna take you all over the world. I promise you that. And I promise you that. You know what I love about our people, though, for real, for real? 
is that if you make if you make somebody feel like they didn't waste their time, they rock with you the long way. Because I'll tell somebody, like, and that's what thing. but you know what's so crazy? A couple things that I learned in comedy for people who listen in. My biggest takeaway is the fact that, you know, when I first started out, like I said, I was making people laugh for free. In my circle of friends, family, this and that third. So I would invite them to shows and they would not come support me. And I would get so upset because it's like, bruh, I did this for you, I did that for you, this is that. You can't even come to a free show. Like that, I, I got feelings, I hurt too, shit. But one of the comedians told me, you rather have an honest laugh from a stranger than a ha-ha, I know you laugh from a friend. And once that clicked for me, some of my biggest supporters, I'm talking about people who would drive through snowstorms to come and see me for five or ten minutes were complete strangers and still rock with me to this day. You know what I'm saying? To this day, you know what I'm saying? But, to this day. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's just... You, it's just like that old saying, you can't be a prophet in your own city. Like, Jesus had to leave to be Jesus. Don't be upset because people who know you don't rock with you like that, they'll come on board. But I'm telling you, some of your best power move people going to be complete strangers. Sure. Look, if you got something that you want to do and you want to win, focus on the win. Be okay with not being able to pick and choose who win with you. And you'll get there a lot faster. And with a lot less headache, heartache, and time wasted for real. Sure. And I, you know? I, I just, I just, I just like you. You have your your core friends. You have you have the people that you be around. But I just like how you move, you least for real. And then just like you, you move like yo, you move with purpose. You know what I mean? And 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 that, like I said, that's gonna take you. Your attitude about things is gonna take you a lot further. And that's even like with myself though. I don't do a lot of promotion or marketing for my business. I have a set rule. Like if I pass out a hundred business cards and five people call me, you know, I have the same mindset when it comes to everything else. Hey, if I pass out a hundred t-shirts and five or six people rock with me. I'm I'm cool with that. Or they rock with the event or, or or they found something special about the event or special about me. I rock like I, it's the same system. I've been doing yeah. for 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 20 years. It's the same system. I I just take it and move it in a in in, in a different area. And so that's something I admire about you, and I and I had to. Let no, you I mean know. that makes sense though, because like how you do anything is how you do everything. That's why honestly, like you know, I know you independent right now, whatever. But when I have coworkers who are just a mess at work, I can only imagine what your house looks like. For sure. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So For it's sure. the same way I move immaculately on a job, taking care of people with kidney failure. That's what dialysis is. Is the same way I would like to be in all aspects of my life. That's the reason why, you know, I am that way in that lab coat, with that mic, with my friends, with my family. Like, people don't even know, like, a portion of, you know, my homelessness, I had my post-stroke mom with me. trying. To, I went hungry trying to feed her. You see what I'm saying? So it's like, it, it, not to be too cliche or too much on the parables, but... The same water that softens the potato heart and the eggs is about what's already within you. You know what I'm saying? That's why 
people can mess with me on so, so many different levels. Yeah, I may have came into your life as a comedian, but all of a sudden I'm your wife's maid of honor because I'm that caliber of a friend. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like how you started, you ended, and there's so many pluses along the way. I don't have an enemy in this world, but because I always learned from an early age, not what you know, who you know, I never burned a bridge. Any and everything that is between me and that person, they earned it. Good, black or white, indifferent, whatever, don't matter. So you have so many people, six degrees of separation. Like, Paco, two weeks from now, whatever, you can introduce me to my next label signing because this person know that person know that person came to a show on Saturday, met up with me Monday on some business stuff, whatever. I hosted one of their music events that has nothing to do with comedy and somebody who also signs comedians is there. You see what I'm saying? For sure. I mean, listen, you never I know those I, opportunities are going to come from you just being a decent human being. <laughs> for sure. And I, and like and, and that's and that's one thing too though. Like I like plugging people. I like being the plug. I like seeing people win i like seeing people so like i said you like you did in phoenix houston you can get three or four people in front of you you know that you never seen that don't know you from adam you know and 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 you can make them laugh which you did that's powerful why wouldn't i want to support that like why would people from that weekend that still rock with me? So like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know that for a fact. You know, and so I why why wouldn't I want to support that? You know what I mean? You know, like it's just people look at you like competition. Like, and that's the thing about whatever. Like, I never compete with nobody because there'll never be another Elise Dickerson in this entire world. So you're never gonna compete with me. Ever. I, and that's just how I feel about it. So I would rather you win with me than try to compete with me. Because that's sure. never going to be a battle that you can get over. Like, I'm sorry. You, a person you. a person that's trying to compete with a with a natural go-getter, with a natural person, a personality, with a natural ability to make things happen for themselves, like, you fighting against yourself now. Because it, it ain't nothing you can do with that. Like you said, your best bet is to you know, try to try to win with that person. Absolutely. You know, I'm such a free spirit. Like, man, like I'm in my own head most of the time. You know, far as dress, I, I you know, I don't know who I know the Cavs played tonight. I don't know what's going on in the sports. Like, I don't really watch TV. The last stuff I've been watching, I watch like the Upshaws, uh, BMF. You know, little <laughs> stuff like that. That. You know, like I, you know, I think it's funny or 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 entertaining, the, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. But I, most of the time, the TV isn't on in my house. I do not watch TV. That's a crazy thing. I like. I just started watching like two reviews here and there, whatever. Like I literally just been yeah. watch The Godfather on Netflix. Oh no, Hulu. And um, I just now got into BMF and like a couple different things, whatever. But yeah, I don't watch TV either. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and it, it, like you went if you live in if if you live in your own entertainment, <laughs> like you you can I I know if if you anything like me, you can create your own laughs. You don't need a whole bunch of people to laugh at you. You laugh at yourself, like it's fine. It was funny to me, 
You know what I mean? Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Like, so it just, I, I don't know. Do you like being by yourself? Well, like, it's like. So it's so sickening because I absolutely do enjoy my own company, my own thoughts. Listen, like quarantine was some of the happiest. <laughs> like, and then something I travel, so like I'm most times by myself in a hotel room while I'm on contract. So I definitely enjoy myself or whatever. Like I definitely enjoy my own company. I watch TV to help with writing. Like I'll watch stand up. Just like, okay, I see what he did there. I see what she did there or whatever. Like. That's my TV watching, like just to be binge watching love and hip hop or some shit like that. Like, okay, is they gonna fight? That's like, that's all that. They gotta fight. I'm gonna watch this. Like, but I don't know. Like, I just, I just, I just try to like, I, I diet different. Like, dieting ain't just the food you put in your body. It's also what you allow yourself to be exposed to. So I'll diet from toxic people, like. You complain all day long. I offer solutions. I'm available to help you, but you literally are hanging on to this problem. If that's what you want, I'm going to have to take a minute from you. You know what I'm saying? I diet from certain media, you know, uh, when it comes to I'll unfollow certain things. Like, I just have to make sure I protect my peace at all costs. And it's nothing against nobody, but sometimes you need to put some things in your diet or take some things out. Yeah, especially especially if um the if 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 you know if 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 a twerk video make you feel some type of way or something. Like, All right, yeah, I'm, like, I'm 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 no, I'm dead. I'm being dead serious. No, I'm, I'm, uh, no, I got you. A perfect example is like I had seen this uh this little TikTok. It was like how black mothers apologize to their kids, and it was like you want something from the store. I brought you back to McDonald's, like basically avoiding actually apologizing for what they did or what they was wrong about. And it was so many people just on there like, oh, that's toxic. This is that, whatever. I said, oh my God, it's a fucking joke. Like it's a fucking joke. And it's like, keep that same energy and go babysit somebody kids that you know and see how perfect you are. Like stop playing with me. Like I don't understand society right now, and that's probably another diet that I'm on right now because it just got way too crazy. Even the whole Dave Chappelle LGBTQIA controversy. Like I literally just got done talking with somebody who's in the community, and (laughs) let me just say this: I'm sorry, not sorry. But he was right. You can kill a whole man in Walmart, and that's happens to your career. Your career. You hurt somebody's feelings. It's a wrap for you. And I'm not even agreeing with what the baby was saying, but yeah, yeah. Like, I'd rather you choose your happy. Choose the life you want to live. Live in that. And not be worried about how any or anybody else move around you as long as they put their hands on you. I'm not okay with any type of physical violence at all. Man, woman, boy, girl straight, gay, whatever. Not okay with that. But words, you can't control what nobody say. And as long as you speak over yourself what anybody else call you, don't matter. <laughs> That's just how I look at it. No, I, I I agree with that. Like, but but like we live in a world uh, right now where everybody want to be upset about everything. Everybody uh Everybody want to pull apart your your uh, 
your mistakes or your uh, your bad choices or or and that's the world we live in. You know, no, like all of a sudden, everybody when when it's a situation that's going on, all of a sudden everybody has been perfect their whole life. Ain't never stole nothing. <laughs> so many glass houses in the neighborhood. But yeah. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, like, and a lot of times you have to get a full understanding of a, a, of a story or a person um, before you can pass any type of judgment. You and know? Who really cares about a hypocrite? Because sometimes a hypocrite can give you some of the best advice in your life. Such as, if I tell you right now, Paco, don't shoot yourself in the head. What you about to go do? Oh, I'm about to go shoot myself in the head. Are you going to be like, hypocrite, I'm going to do the same thing too? No. the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> like, for sure. Come on now. But, the message be the message separate from the messenger. For sure. But if if people would have just watched the whole thing, they would have understood where he was coming the from. The context. And a lot of it was secondhand information. You just seen a post from a blog or somebody else's take on it and ran with the shit. It was so many people like that I talked to that never even watched it that yeah. had so much to say about something that they never even experienced firsthand. Not to mention <clears throat> excuse me not to mention that it'd be different if nobody in the gay community was participants in comedy. That means they never went to a comedy show, they never did stand up, none of that. And all of a sudden it's like, why y'all talking about us? Why y'all bringing us up? You know what I'm saying? For sure. But y'all go to comedy shows. Y'all laugh at all of the black jokes that he make about this and the third. Like Chappelle's show was hot. Y'all have Sam J, which is a homosexual, like woman, lesbian, dyke, stud, whatever label y'all want to put on her, whatever, respectfully. <laughs> right. That does stand up, got a whole Netflix special, and it's funny as fuck. So it'd be different if y'all wasn't already participating in some shape, form, or fashion. And all of a sudden was a topic of discussion. But why is it you get to laugh at everybody else? And then when you brought up, it's like, oh, that's not funny or this is not whatever. Like, come on now. Like, and I hate the way that society is moving when it comes down to comedy. You can't talk about shit without offending somebody. I love how Steve Harvey said it the best. He was talking about how he had did a show where he, you know, post show talking and shaking hands, you know. And this woman walks up to him like, you know, drinking and driving isn't funny. My son died from a drunk driver, this and this and that, whatever. And he was like, lady, I didn't know you was going to be here. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, if you have that type of level of sensitivity, don't watch comedy. Don't be on social media. Don't expose yourself to the world. Because guess what? At some point, somebody's going to say or do something that is going to trigger you. Period. Yeah, and when I came into when I came into comedy, the only three things you couldn't talk about is this: religion, if you didn't practice it, rape, because that's not fucking funny, and abortion, because you're talking about keeping or taking a life. Those were the only three things that was off the table, and it's infamous, famous comedians that have talked about all three of those things. But the context in which they talk about it is palatable for the for, for, for the public. It's all about being palatable. 
For sure. But also being authentic to yourself because my truth is my truth. And I'm talking about something I personally experienced and my perspective on it, it has nothing to do with you. I think people have become so narcissistic and arrogant, egocentric, that they can't separate themselves from everything in the world and what actually is happening to them. Yeah. It's a, like like you said though, like like you exact, uh, it's all ego. You know, people feel um you know, people feel like they bigger than who they are. Like it's it's nothing I and I'm gonna just say it. <laughs> it's nothing like a, a Cleveland artist, rapper, or model, or, or something to that degree that you know maybe have a few thousand followers. It's nothing like their their ego. Nothing like it. You know, and <laughs> it, the arrogance is a disease. <laughs> it's just and like I said, it's it's, it's it's nothing like it. And it's just like I I I don't do well with stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, um, I, I just don't. But you know what's the first of all? I'm all about self-portraying greatness. Yes, speak over yourself. Like, speak no, yourself no, and, up. If ain't nobody gonna clap for you, you clap for yourself. But also, put that work behind it. Because knowing yourself ain't enough. Knowledge is not power. Application is. If you say you're the best, right. go out and be the best. Go out no, and get it out the mud. Like prove it. Like to say. Talk is cheap. Talk you know is what I'm saying? Cheap. Like back in the day, it was on social media. So when comedians had to get a crowd to a daggone show, guess what? They was at the barbershop, salons, grocery stores, here they're passing out flyers. You know what I'm saying? Putting them on people's cars. They was out there putting the foot to the pavement to get to it. Everything is so easy now. That's the reason why a lot of people have superstar talent but don't get the support that they deserve. You wanna know why? Because it's easier for me to hit like on one of your clips than for me to get dressed, get in my car, drive to your show, be around people. Like social media gives you opportunity to be social without being around people. It's easier for me to hit like. It's easy for me to follow you. But something as simple as getting in your car coming out to a show and enjoying me and supporting me live, huh, that's work. And it don't matter what you did to people. No matter how you handle people and was there for people, support people. I'm talking about when you was in their corner, nobody else was. It don't matter about that. It don't matter. That's true. It don't matter. Like think about the last time that somebody did something to you unsolicited. I was just talking. I was just talking to my boy about that. Like really, you know, it's 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 always stuff is done with something. In, in mind or something like like uh like I I d I d I don't I'm not trying to uh get into your pockets, you least. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's it's always somebody that's just always trying to snake their way around. You know what I mean? You know what I you know what I I, I feel you on that because mm-hmm. you know I, I don't I don't allow people access to me for certain reasons. Like I know what I have to bring to the table. I know how much better I can make your life just by being present. But <laughs> to whom much is given, much is required. I don't need friends, family, etc. out of convenience. Like it's convenient when you up and you got it to do that in the third. 
You know what I'm saying? But even when I ain't asking for no money, I just need a ride. I just need this. Just, you know, throw an extra piece of fish in the grease because I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Like, that's where it matters. But you know what? I'm also grateful for those times that people said no. It helped me figure it out. It helped me to depend on me and what I have to bring to myself. So it's a balancing act of being self-efficient and having that preservation of self, but then also blessing people with being dependent. Because a lot of people feel great when they do stuff for others. So I'm not going to rob you of that feeling. You know what I'm saying? But I also... It's like a fork in a road. Do you work harder or do you be still? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you sit up there and get it for yourself or do you ask somebody? You know what I'm saying? Like it's, But I feel like no matter what you do, when your heart is in the right place, both options is going to be blessed. You know what I'm saying? So it just we just got to be better as a people. We got to bring back the village. I definitely believe in that. You know, because like you said, I like that quilt complex. There's so many people that had so much to bring to that one weekend in Houston that we still have a ripple in that pond even now. And that happened in what, June? Yep. I'm telling you now, if you don't understand how, like they say, your network is your net worth. Who you got around you? Who's speaking into your life? Who pouring into you? Who looking out for you? Who actually wants to see you win? For sure. Because I, I'm blessed to say that I don't have one or two best friends. I can, I, me and my friend did it. We counted. I say I have at least twelve plus, and I'm talking about twelve plus. Like, it's still growing, still coming. And I can handle and maneuver through all of them, and they all know. Like, I, I don't have to talk to you every day. But if you need me, I'm there. If it's something I can do for you, I got you. We all trying to get it, you know what I'm saying, and make our life the best life that we can live. For sure. So I'm never sitting up there thinking that you got to be up under me, texting me and calling me all the freaking time. Because I can't say I can do that for you. But if you need me, you know I'm answering. Call me twice and let me know you need me right then and there. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but think about it. You want so much from everybody else. What you giving to other people? Give for sure. Without looking for it back, yeah, that's the reason I, why now and at thirty four, I don't even think about all the stuff I did for somebody who told me no. I'd be like, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, it took I, me a while because that shit hurt, but it took me a while for sure. And and you can't you can't expect people to treat you how how you nope. how you treat them. You got to do it from from your heart, and and just know it's gonna come back. Like it ain't gonna come back I, from them. It can come back from somebody else. No, for sure. You know, I don't go to a restaurant if I can't afford to tip the person. Mm-hmm. You know, I and and I tip good. You know, I don't. I, I I I just I try to give more than I take. Period. Period. And 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 I I promise you, it always come back. I used to do a. a Houses for HUD, uh, HUD humanity, you know. Uh, humanity, yep. yeah, yeah, them, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I used to do it. No, and then we used to be on the weekend, you know, me and uh, me and one of my white buddies, you know, and we'd just do it. And the family would be like, yo, like, you know, 
and and this is where I kind of get a little funny. <laughs> they be like, "Yo, oh, come God, over Sunday. Dude. We we want to have dinner with your ally, you know." <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know, and that's where I'm. You know, but you know, a, you know, I, you got your plumbing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and look, but see, that's the thing. If I don't whatever, like some people value the energy you bring, like yeah. that's a cost, and they yeah, wouldn't pay sure. that. But you, like you said, you got to protect yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's nothing wrong with it, but like you got to follow your intuition. Yeah, it ain't nothing bad sure. about that about about that person per se, but you know what? It's something about me being there at that time, probably not the right time, right situation. And it's mm. nothing against that person personally, but you gotta follow your intuition. Yeah. But you know, I just I just don't eat everybody cooking. That's pretty much what I was saying. Exactly. Like, you know, like it, it I was trying to be just, nice about it. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. maybe like, intuition, but we don't talk about the food. Like, we know that you're eating like shit. Yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> so that it just was. You know, like I just, I just don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but you know, like I, I I like doing stuff. Um, you know, I have raised some money, you know, for the women's shelter here. Um, Mm -hmm. you you know, some years ago, I want to do it again, you know, but I kind of want to, I don't want to ask nobody for no money. I just want stuff, and that way, people don't think the. You know, people like man, you can't worry about what people think and what people say. But like, yeah, like I don't need your goddamn money. Like, like I, 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 I just, I, I don't like getting online, put my cash up on there, saying send me some money. So I rather people just give me stuff, and then that way, you know. If, and then if people say, hey, well, I, don't, I can't send you nothing. What's your, you know, what's the cash app or whatever? Okay, boom, then. Do oh, that, but yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to be on there. Be like, send me your money, and you know, I rather. Hey, you got some tampons, some shampoo. You know, you go to the store, get a couple extra things. But um, Silka actually has a program, um, good to great, and we actually just did, um, like we hosted actually a program that does that. Like, I have homeless bags in my trunk that, you know, when I see people who are homeless, I give them a bag and it has all of the toiletries, supplies, this and third, whatever, like hand warmers, all types of stuff, whatever, like a little goodie bag that help them, you know what I'm saying, while they're outside, especially during this winter. Like, this winter's going to be ferocious. And yeah. these homeless shelters fill up fast. So, sure. you know, I get it. Like, it's all about giving back to the people, giving back to your community. And honestly, it's so much shit that people could do for free to support Mm -hmm. different things like even if you just see my flyer on my story or on my page and you just share it from you sharing it you co-signing that hey you should show up to this you know what I'm saying like it's so much shit we can do for free to support each other it's crazy but I get it like I definitely want to you know pay it forward Mm -hmm. and 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 you know, do some stuff, whatever. For I bought for sure. people sandwiches. You know what I love to do? I ain't gonna hold you. I love going to Dunkin' Donuts, right? Mm-hmm. And and I say Dunkin' Donuts for a reason, because <laughs> not too many people go to Dunkin' Donuts and spend like twenty, thirty dollars. So what I do is I go to Dunkin' Donuts and I pay for two, three cars behind me, and I may spend like a total of maybe thirty dollars. But I do that quite often. Early as fuck in the morning people like trying to get to work or whatever and you pull up to the window and your stuff already paid for it? 
Now, which one do you go to? (laughs) 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 No, I'm I'm, I'm I'm playing. But no. Listen, listen. And that's often like this at random. I paid for people's groceries. I paid for, For you know, this different at random. Like, you know what? I got you. You know what I'm saying? People don't expect it. I don't be broadcast. Like, you've never seen that on my social media. I've for never sure. given out my name, none of that. And I can tell that person, I pay for your groceries. Can you come see me at a coffee shop? No, I don't do that. Yeah. I did what I did because I wanted to do it. But see, I do something to somebody else. It's it's <laughs> a couple. It's a couple things I want to add to that. Um, the the first thing about like posting stuff on your social media, I I understand how people feel about that, but you got to understand it's it's only a certain amount of people that say. Like yo, you doing that for some type of uh, cloud or something? Cloud, like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hate to say that. But but you you can't you can't forget about the people that you that you inspiring too though. Exactly. Because some, some people are gonna see it and be like, hey, well, I want to do something like that in my community. You know what I mean? So we can't we can't always look at it as oh, this person is trying to show up. Nigga, how are you showing off by taking your time? And your your finances or your uh your ability to bring people together, with a, how are you showing off? Why is how is that a brag? Now, if I'm on there with a Gucci belt and um and, I, <laughs> and I'm I'm like, yo, I got all these you the wads main character. Of, yeah, I'm I got all these wads the wads of money, and I'm like, yo, look at this, what I'm doing for everybody. Yeah, go on to eat. They ain't good because of me. Like, yeah, all right, boom. You doing too much. But if you showing, hey, hey, get up and do something. And 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 in addition to that, I tell people, I said, man, if you want to feel better about your situation, go give to somebody that has less than you. Yep. I, I promise you, it will make you feel better. I promise you that. You think you're going through wrong. something? You think you're going through something? Is people sleeping on manholes right now? Yep. Yep. Wrapping up. I remember, I remember doing community service because I got a DUI a few years ago. And I'm just sorry every day. Like, I got to do this community service. Fuck this shit. We had to go meet at that bridge right there on, um, uh, Right there on uh, West Third, right by okay. right by the Justice Center, right you know uh, the the Muni lots and all that stuff. All that stuff is right there by the Brown Stadium. So we had to go to that bridge. I'm pissed, like man, man, I got to do this shit. It's cold out here. I walk behind the bridge. Is like a hundred homeless people that live underneath that bridge. That's crazy. What am I complaining about, man? You better go and do these little. 30 hours they gave you and going about your business because your life ain't like this. Nope. You know what I mean? So like I said, I tell people, man, go give back. You complaining about what? You know, you ain't get the promotion. You ain't making no money. You ain't doing this. Man, it's so many other people in so so many worse situations. And you know what? I, I was told if you want some motivation, go walk past the cemetery. They ain't get a chance to see the day that you got right now. They ain't got the opportunity of 24 more hours. For so, sure. On that note, let's let's get out of here. Why don't you tell the people <laughs> where to find you? 
Um, you can find me on any social media platform, Ulysse Dickerson. That's E-U-L-I-S-E. D as in David, I-C-K-E-R-S-O-N. Shoot me a message because all my shit is private. Yes, I keep my comedy and entertainment separate from my work. <laughs> and let me know that you catch me on the Nuts and Guts podcast. But I appreciate y'all. As always, stay blessed, healthy, and wealthy until we talk again. All right, now, you got some comedy dates, too. You know, tell yeah, the people where they can find you uh, this so weekend, I'll next be, week. Yeah, Saturday. I'll be at Positive Escape this Saturday on the 18th. Um, that's at 8 o'clock in Wickless. It's on my social media. Um, and also on the Positive Escape, and that's uh, with an X, not an E. Um, website as well, also on Instagram or whatever. Um, and then I actually have two or three more bookings. I just don't have the exact time, dates, and places for that. So I'm okay. posting that. They can find that on your page if they follow yes. you. Okay. Yes. yes. And you're going to hit my inbox with any comments, questions, or concerns, any leads to somebody's son who may be a decent fit for me, who's probably 6'3 or taller. 6'3. He's got an eggplant emoji. You know what I'm saying? That produce. You know, I just I just want the audience to know I do have the produce. You know what I'm saying? Oh my god! You know, but go ahead. I'll be I'll be I'll be on here again. You know, so I'll be able to pop no, with sure. you again. So for I sure. appreciate you for having me for sure, for sure. You know, and he definitely is the plug. So if you have you know anything that you would like to give back to society, the world. He is definitely somebody you can collaborate with and I appreciate just who you are as a person like you was giving me a lot of you know kudos and peace but you definitely a dope soul and I appreciate it oh for sure I, I'm a work in progress you know what I mean um I, I try and like I said you I've met everything I said about you like I don't I don't need nothing from you I don't want nothing from you I just want you to win and however I can help that I'm with that you know and, and I appreciate if, and if, it to if, the utmost and if people know me, know me, like y'all know, like man, I ain't never been no hater, and I always try to put on for my folks. You know what I mean? And um, check your mutual friends, cause nine times out of ten, you know, like yo, I've 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 I've, I've helped plug that mutual friend. You know? Oh, absolutely, um, absolutely. So, so I, I I've done a lot in this podcast community, and um. You know, I'm moving overall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it is, is I'm going to continue to give back in my in my own ways. I don't know how long I'm going to podcast because um, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> I like I said, it. I'm I'm tired of it. You know what I mean? Um, I did enjoy our conversation today. I want to say thank you again. And um, yo, man, no, I'm I Black Paco. You, yeah, 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 I'm I'm Black Paco. This the Nuts and Guts podcast. The nuts and guts means simply, yo, just having you having the balls to get out of your own way, yo. Like Man, we you allow, take courage. I don't care what nobody say. For sure. <laughs> yo, it's 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 okay to change. It's okay to uh to to become a better person, yo. So thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, uh Ulysse. Check her out. She dope, I promise you. She set Houston on fire. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like yeah, so every state she get on, she set on fire. How about that? Um, but yeah, oh, real talk though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. Yeah, have a blessed one. Yeah.
fez. 